Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Joe McCall, the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Glad you're here. You know, we're going to be talking about something that I love, love talking about. And I've gotten the privilege, I've had the privilege of doing this many times myself in the past. And we're going to be talking about flipping deals from halfway around the world. How you can literally, specifically, actually flip vacant land from anywhere in the world. I have actually done that myself. Many of you heard my story. I've traveled with my family. Uh, my wife and my four kids to Europe about three times, um, twice for two to three months at a time. We've also have traveled quite extensively in an RV. My son was actually had an interview the other day with a Christian ministry organization called YWAM. They were interviewing him because he's interested in going on one of their discipleship training schools or whatever it's called. It's called DTS. And they asked him about his international travel experience. And he said, he's kind of just blew me away. He's been to 15 countries. He's 16 years old. He graduates this year. So when he's 17, he's going to be maybe going somewhere. So it's amazing. Well, guess what we did while traveling? I ran my business and did deals while traveling all over the world. In fact, I think I've counted, I've done deals from four different countries in the United States from four different countries. And I counted one time and I've coached students in about 12 different countries do deals in the United States. So we have a guest today, Alicia Jarrett, and we're going to be talking, she's from Australia, I believe, and uh, we're going to be talking about how to flip deals, specifically land deals from anywhere in the world. About two or three months ago, I was actually on a live Zoom call with a bunch of investors that were in Israel doing deals in the United States. It was so cool to talk to them. I've actually even have talked and coached students living in the country of Lebanon, Beirut, Lebanon, that were doing regular traditional wholesaling deals, cash deals in Oklahoma. So this is, it's, it's, it's a small world and there's so much opportunity, which is exciting because you can take this little laptop that you have right here and you can take it anywhere in the world and make a bunch of money. You can make a bunch of money. Maybe some of you might be called to help small, poor nations uh, with medical stuff, with dental care, with uh, just general missions, you know, like serving the poor, orphans. You have, you feel like you've been called to join the, uh, the Peace Corps or go around the world, right? When things calm down in the Ukraine, guess what? They're going to need a lot of help. And so maybe you feel called to go to Eastern Europe and help them there. So like, guess what? You can still make money. You don't have to raise support. You can flip vacant land deals from anywhere in the world. So anyway, long introduction. I'm glad to have Alicia here. I'm going to bring her on over. Alicia, how are you? Hey, Joe. I'm fantastic. Thank you. And yes, I am calling you in from Australia. It's currently the future and the future is looking pretty darn good. So I'm fabulous. Thank you for having me on. And it's early there, Alicia. I appreciate you being on. Pleasure. Cool. So we, I posted something a few months ago, a couple months ago saying, Hey, I'm looking for people to interview on my podcast. who have done a lot of vacant land deals. Two or three people recommended you. I thought, Oh man, okay. Let me reach out to you. (laughs) You have to tell me who they are so I can say thank you. (laughs) Well, I I don't remember, unfortunately, but I could go dig it and find out. Alicia, introduce yourself to everybody here. What are you doing in Australia? Are you from there? Yeah, we, we, I am from here. So um, as you can probably tell by the accent, although sometimes people are like, 
Are you from from New Zealand? No, that that's or just over from the England. Are you from it. England? Or from England? Like my family originally is, but I was born and bred here in Australia. Just like you, we've done a lot of travel. I've done deals sitting on a boat in the middle of the ocean in Croatia, which was amazing. Yeah, we've cool. done deals on the ski slopes in France, um, yeah. needing to go and get an attaché notaire to sign things for us. And, you know, you're so right. One of the things in this business is as long as you have a laptop and a phone, you can literally do business from anywhere in the world. And we've proven that because we do our business all the way from Australia uh, we actually started, Joe, about five years ago, we started fix and flipping some houses and we love that, kind of fell in love with the whole rehabbing process and seeing a, a, a rough diamond be polished and, and then sold back out into the market. But one thing is challenging is, is working with teams of contractors and things like that when you're yeah. the other side of the world. So then we came across land about four ish years ago now nice. and haven't looked back because there's no team of contractors. There's nothing really that, that is of major concern with that uh, with land. The only thing you do need is a team of people to help you through the yeah. problems that might be preventing closing or, you know, getting things over the line. But all of those people are very accessible, like, you know, title companies, probate yeah. attorneys, all that kind of stuff. Realtors. We've got all those realtors. We've got all those people in our team. And as long as they're accessible by phone and laptop, we can get work done. So... So yeah, we, we do deals all the way from here and, and we love it. How many different states are you looking at? Are you f doing marketing? We are actually only in one state because it's the state that just keeps on giving for us. And th there's really two reasons why we're only in that one, st one state and it's Florida. Um, one, we love Florida and uh, that's where we started to do our houses. And when we were doing our, our houses, Joe, that's when we really put our team in place. So those people I mentioned before, a couple of title companies, a realtor, probate attorney, normal you know, real estate attorney, some different JV partners, all of those boots on the ground people, we started those relationships five years ago. Yeah. And those relationships are just as important in land as what they were in houses. So the team there is in place and we love them all dearly. Secondly, Florida just seems to be the state that keeps on giving. I'm so grateful for Florida because no matter what county we're in there, we, we seem to just keep getting deals. And I think the, the one thing with land that I've also really noticed is when you start to dominate a market, when people get to know you and your business, like we now have people four years on that literally just call my team or email my team and say, hey, I've heard about you guys. I've got some land. What, what can you do for me? So getting your brand and your marketing right so that you can become known in that area is really important. A side nice. note to that though, you know, we've also outside of our land business, we also have a real estate investing marketing company. So okay. we help real estate investors to build and automate all of their acquisitions marketing. So I've actually got a lot of customers that I know doing business all across the US, across pretty much every state. And every state has got deals. And this is what I love about land. There's more than enough deals out there for everyone. Yeah, we're going to talk about your marketing company because it's really fascinating. So you've, you've chosen just one state and you've dug deep into that state. How many different yeah. counties in that state are you going, are you targeting? At any point in time, I'd say about 70% of them, so it, it, depending on our strategy, because we have done many different strategies over those four years. One of our strategies was to literally blanket every county, but only go after properties where people have acquired them through a quick claim, because they're, you know, a lot of the times there, it's going to be, they've just had it change hands. It's been inherited. Maybe it's, you know, been just passed from one family to the next when, when, they're, when they're still alive. Whole bunch of reasons why quick claims happen, as we know. 
Um, and so that actually yielded quite a lot of results for us, that campaign, and it got us into some other counties that we weren't really in yet, which was great. And then we have other strategies. Now, one of our strategies this year is to go after larger properties, and we're letting our buyer network dictate that. So after four years, our buyer network is, you know, it's more than 5,000 in our buyer database, and we've got repeat buyers. And we've now got specific buyers, uh, such as builders and developers, that are after specific types of properties. So nice. that's what's dictating our next strategy. So, um, you know, it, it's we, we do different strategies in different areas for different reasons. And I think that's one thing that keeps the business going is we're always fresh with ideas and, and different ways of, you know, testing that market. Nice, nice. All right. So um, direct mail, is that how you find most of your deals? Yeah, uh, we, we do a combination. So I mentioned before our marketing company as well, but we do a combination of online and offline marketing. And I think it's really important, Joe, these days for people to just step back a little bit and ask themselves about customer experience because, mm. you know, a lot of educators out there, there's some amazing educators out there in the real estate investing space and, and land being one of them that teach you the basics. They teach you to go and download a list, get a letter ready, send it out, and then wait, wait for the phone to ring. But not everybody responds to the same way when it comes to marketing. And customer experience is really about How do we put ourselves in the shoes of all of the different types of sellers out there and create an environment that it's really easy for them to do business with us? So we do the offline marketing, which is the direct mail. We do online marketing where we're pushing ads out on Facebook, Google, and Instagram. We do online retargeting with ads. We create funnels and sales systems where they can book time with my team, you know, We're now not just dealing with older people that have been sitting on land for 30 years. We're dealing with young professionals that have inherited land and they've got a a full-time job and they don't have time to just, you know, sit down and make a phone call. They want to book time to speak to my team about their land. So we've got a whole bunch of different ways that we market to enable our sellers to really do business with us in a way that suits them. And that's been really helpful in in lead capture as well. I've often wondered, like, how does one do online Facebook ads for vacant land? A lot of people have, I've seen like, hey, do you want to sell your house? Because everybody's got a house, almost, right? Like, how do you do it for land? What's your message? So how you do it for land is (laughs) really good question, by the way. It's about speaking to the, the message of the seller, because you know, you see a lot of things out there where, where people are like, get cash now. Yeah. And for me, that's, that's actually a bit, um, uh, what's the right word to use here? It feels a bit scammy. And a lot of people get quite skeptical when they see those things because maybe they've been let down in the past and they've, they've gone to a realtor and a realtor said, your land's got problems. I'm not going to help yeah. you. Or maybe they, they know that their land has problems and, and they can't seem to get the confidence to to need to get rid of it themselves. So the type of marketing that we put out there is, now, hey, have you been sitting on land for the last 10 years and you don't know what to do with it? Give our team a call for a free consultation. Or have you got land that's got problems that realtors have rejected? Uh, download our ebook of the top five problems that prevent land from closing and how to get them solved. So it's those types of messages where sellers are, are kind of reading things and going, yeah, I do actually need help with that. Or yeah, I wouldn't mind speaking to someone to get an unbiased view of what's my land really worth and how do I fix how do I fix this judgment that's on it? How do I get rid of these liens? Um, how do I get rid of squatters that are on my property that I've just gone out of sight, out of mind? Like it's all those types of things that we're putting in front of people to start the conversation. So for me, 
One of the biggest things I think I've learned over the last few years is I don't look at, at the fact that we are in the business of real estate. I think that we're actually in the business of relationships, mm. which is how do we start a conversation and build trust and rapport with our sellers, especially if they've been burned by other wholesalers or realtors, you know, or, or they've, they're sitting on a problem property that's causing them stress. Like how do we create an environment where they feel safe to speak to us? Okay. Interesting. Now, yeah. are you doing a, like a custom audience of landowners or are you just, how do you uh, target landowners? Yeah, great, great question. So basically, there's a process that you can do that our marketing system provides, and it's called social matching. Pretty much, um, uh, it's a bit scary, Joe, but these days, as long as you've got some basic details of people, you can find out pretty much anything about them. It's a bit scary. So we take all of our, our data, which is you know the names, addresses, location, any information that we have about our sellers, and we try and social match them online to find a profile that, that matches those details. And then we're pushing ads out to those profiles. So it's less, it's not a pay-per-click campaign because you don't want it to just go out to everyone and create a custom audience for an area because people are then going to click on your ad that might not even own land and then your budget's gone, not even attracting the the right people. So it's a push of the ads out to uh, certain audiences and those audiences are very particular based upon the social matching of profiles. It used to be a few years ago, you could you could download a list of customers and get their name and address and then skip trace them, get phone numbers and emails and create a custom audience and target your ad specifically to them. Facebook yep. doesn't really allow that anymore, does it? No. Well, there's ways and means with Facebook, but, uh, but well, you know, we, whatever we do, we're trying to keep it compliant and, yeah. um, and keep it, you know, uh, above board because there is a level of respecting people's privacy with this as well. And yeah. so it's really, You've got to also think about, though, who am I trying to target online? Because the 85-year-old husband and wife that have been sitting on inherited land for 20 years, they're not going to respond to a Facebook ad, but they're likely to respond to a letter or a follow-up from that letter, be that a a phone call or an SMS, to start a conversation that way. So all that you're really trying to do is create an environment where However, your audience chooses to interact with you, they can. Nice. All right. So you're doing a combination of offline and online marketing for land sellers. Uh, yep. What percent are you on that? Like your marketing budget, you have, let's say you're budgeting $5,000 a month. What goes to direct mail? What goes to online? Yeah, it's actually not as simple as looking at a, a budget from that perspective. So, because it's an entire system. So when we do our marketing campaigns, it's everything from end to end from the data through to the direct mail or data cleansing, data management, direct mail, mail tracking, pushing out the ads, um, depending upon how much you're you're sending out, there's a, a percentage of ad budget, which I don't want to reveal because I don't want to open up the entire Pandora's box, but there's an ad budget in there. There's an ad budget for retargeting and then obviously managing your, your Facebook page, your social media, your ads. So it's this kind of end-to-end almost system, Joe. And there's a set budget for depending upon how much you're doing that encompasses all of that. Because the reason is, you know, we're we're really focused on a lot of real estate investors that are spending their time on things that aren't generating those deals. You know, we see a lot of people out there that spend their time trying to build a, a sales page or a landing page, spend their time cleansing data or, you know, hiring VAs to do it for them and then they have to go and fix it because it wasn't done right anyway. So we're sort of offering that um, that end-to-end service to do all of that for them in one package. 
Um, So there is definitely a budget in there for everything. But again, it depends upon the scale of of how many they're looking to target. All right. So for somebody just getting started and uh, they want to do one or two deals a month, they just want to do something part-time on the the side while they're working their full-time jobs. What do you recommend that they do to start? Yeah, what I do to to start with, um, two things that I would do, and it really depends upon what they've thought about to start their business. And the reason I say that is, again, great educators out there. But unfortunately, there's a lot of educators that say, you can go and do land for no money down. Yeah, you can if you get a piece of land under contract and you wholesale that piece of land, you you, you assign the contract, you double close, et cetera. You can do a deal with no money down. But the process of setting up your business does require some investment. And I think that's where, unfortunately, people get a bit misled out there. So if you have a budget to, to really get your business started in the right way, what I would do, and I'm, I'm speaking from experience here, Joe, because I've got the t-shirt, if you like, of when we first started four years ago. We didn't have a budget. We were like, let's just get the mail sent out and hope for the best. And we weren't methodical and we weren't strategic about that. But now I'm seeing a lot more people come through that are saying, you know, I want to start my business with the right foot forward, which is I've got a strategy. A lot of people don't even have a strategy. I've got a budget to start my business, to you know, register my LLC, to build some marketing, to you know, fund my first campaign, etc. So where most people start when they come to us, Joe, is with all of that. It's like a business in a box. We do all of their design, their branding, their websites, their, their Facebook page. Because no matter where people go to find you online, you want to see that consistent branding. And we're packaging all of that out for them so that when they start, they're starting off looking and sounding exactly how they want their sellers to see them. But not everybody has a budget to do that. And believe it or not, those services that we offer, they're actually not that expensive. So a lot of people come to us and say, I just want to start by getting some mailing out. And even that is really overwhelming for people when they're starting. They're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't done a deal yet. So we kind of hold their hand in that and say, all right, all you need to do is just research your counties and your zip codes and areas that you want to target. Then what we will do is we will go and pull that data, manage the data and work with you to get to know your data. We'll then push out some direct mail and we'll get that phone ringing and we'll get those first few deals happening. And then once those first few deals start happening and you get some cash flow coming in, then let's look at doing that whole online branding piece as well. So I, I certainly don't prescribe, Joe, for everybody to do everything up front because for a lot of people, they just don't have the time or the budget to start there. So we kind of meet them where they're at. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's in a different spot. It's yep. important to think about that, isn't it? What is my budget? What do I have in terms of time and money? Just getting What's, started Yeah. Off, right? What's my budget? What's my strategy? How much time do I have? You know, for a lot of people starting out, they actually come to us and say, I want to send out, you know, 5,000 mailers a month. And I want to, out of that, I really want to have a pipeline of 10 deals consistently in there and maybe closing like three or four a month. And I'm like, well, that's fantastic. But how much time do you have? Well, you know, I've got a full-time W2 job. I've got three kids. Two of them are at soccer training twice a week and I'm doing that. And I've got responsibilities as a carer for my, my folks that are getting older, all of these things. I'm like, okay, well, that's all great. But how much time do you have? Maybe like, you know, three, four hours a week to dedicate to this. And I say, okay, well, time out. That's not the strategy for you at this point in time. Because I think there's a bit of a myth out there that you can spend a couple of hours a week and get this business going. It's not. There's this time that you need. (laughs) Also the myth of, um, you know, I I got enough money for the mail, right? So I've got a few thousand bucks. I can send 4,000 letters over the next couple of months. 
The great thing about land is you get a great response rate with your mail. You're going to get leads. Now, all of a sudden, you've got five accepted contracts, right? And you need $20,000, $30,000 to close those deals. Yeah. Where's that money going to come from, right? Yeah. Again, is, depending on your strategy, yeah. It's um, Now, of course, like we said before, you could double close on the deal. Maybe you could assign the, the contracts, contracts, right? Yep. There's different ways to do that. But most of the time, would you agree, Alicia, uh, most of the time with land investors that are doing this, a lot of deals, they actually close on the deals, right? They either have them, they bring their own money or they bring a partner's money or a private investor. They actually close on the deal as quickly as possible and then turn around and sell it, right? Yeah. I would say depending on the deal, Joe, because 80 to 90% of our business, we still double close on deals, but that's because we've got a really good buyer network in place. Yeah. So we tend to you know, close that pretty quick. So for anyone listening, that doesn't happen overnight. That's taken years to get to that point. But when there's certain deals that come through where everything, all the boxes are ticked, it, it's got road access, there's utilities, it's in a beautiful sub subdivision where people are still building houses, for example, or it's it's five to 10 acres in a beautiful part of uh, just, just outside of the city where, where there's a, a whole bunch of people buying up land, everything meets all the criteria, yeah, we'll buy it and, and we will actually use other people's money to do that. Our money is best spent in our engine, keeping things moving, the velocity of money, doing more deals, all of that. And so it really does depend upon the the, the, the property itself and the deal and, and what's going to be the best exit strategy for that. And yeah. again, a lot of people, as you said, they just start out, they get some mailing, um, they get some deals coming back and they think, oh, I've got to buy them all. No, pause for a second and think, what's the right exit strategy for this property that's going to set me up for success, the next buyer up for success, but also support the seller and what they're trying to achieve as well. Okay. Um, yeah. and, and the one thing that I would also say there as well, Joe, you know, you've hit on a really important point and that is, you know, I've just started. I've got budget to get 4,000 mailers out and now I've got some contracts back. What is it that you think happens at that point in time when people get contracts back and they're new? Oh, they, they panic. Yeah, they, they panic and they're like, and now I've got to get rid of these contracts, right? I've got to get these um, over the line and get the money back. But what's happening also in that time is they've stopped focusing on their pipeline and acquisitions because yeah. their entire energy is now how do I get rid of these contracts or sell these properties or yeah. find cash to buy these properties? So they spend months getting that done and then they turn back to their pipeline and it's empty. So one of the, the main drivers for us setting up this marketing company for people is to stop the insanity wheel. And we, again, we got the t-shirt very early on with that, that we were finding we were having a great month because we got some contracts and, and I was like, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. And then we'd have two months of nothing because we were trying to get rid of those contracts and it was like scramble, scramble, scramble. And then it was, uh, you know, another good month because we got some more. And it was just this roller coaster of stop, start, stop, start, stop, start yeah. because we weren't consistent in our pipeline management. And that's one thing that we help people to overcome because this business is all about consistency. Well, it's, I've always said too, we're not in the real estate business. We're in the marketing business. Yeah, right. as you said before, relationship business. But like, you've got to get that marketing consistently going out the door. And many times people can't do that. And one yeah. of the things I learned early on, my coach told me, um, you, you've got to get your marketing done for you in spite of you. Because yeah. then it just gets done and you don't have to worry about the pipeline coming in. And it's not all like right. you can just turn around after you sell a deal and then turn a switch and all of a sudden leads are going to be flooding back in again, right? 
It takes time Correct. to build that momentum back up. It it does. And for me, momentum is not about the things that we do today. Momentum is about the stuff that we did two or three months ago. Yeah. You know, and you see that so often in people in this business that they stop mailing and it doesn't have this immediate effect because there's like a lag. But then two or three months later, they're like, why is the phone stopped ringing? Because uh, you stopped marketing. <laughs> yeah. So we, we fix that that problem right up front. Like we manage everything to the point that, their entire acquisitions engine is always running, even when they're in Europe, even when they're sleeping. Um, by the way, I'd love to talk to you about Europe because I've been there many times and it's my favorite oh, yeah. place in the world. You're going back um, in but, about a year. Oh, about awesome. Yeah. Um, well, I was meant to be going to Amsterdam in a few weeks, but that just got uh, got, got moved. But um, I love Europe. Oh, I got to ask was you. I with that? Yeah, go for it, Joe. <laughs> We've been hearing about in the news how restrictive the Australian government has been with COVID stuff. Has that started to lighten up at all yet? Yeah, 100%. So we, um, it's like things have really gone back to normal here. It's, um, we were just out for dinner last night with friends and everything feels normal. So um, there's no restrictions the now. We can go anywhere and everywhere. It's, uh, you know, life has really gone back to normal. And I think that the hard work that we put in up front around kind of creating that that environment of everybody trying to help each other out by doing the right thing has paid off. Um, international travel is now open. We've just booked to take a vacation to Bali in uh, in nine weeks' time. And, again, we're going to be sitting poolside, sipping on a cocktail and uh, doing deals. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, um, questions about – I want to ask – oftentimes when I interview people about land, I'm asking about the acquisition side. What are some tips and tricks you have, Alicia, for – Finding buyers, marketing the properties, finding um, buyers. Now you've got a great buyers list. Uh, talk about some. Talk to somebody who doesn't have that buyers list yet. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. So first of all, building a buyers list is about always capturing all of your buyer inquiries. I think early on, a lot of people, especially if they're doing things like you know Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist or things like that they get the inquiry through and, and they deal with it and then it's kind of gone. One of the first things that we started doing, um, and we don't advertise on Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist anymore, but when we were, the first thing we would ask people if they inquired about a property was, you know, but before I give you the information about the property, it, could you let me know your phone number and your email address so that you know, I, I, if I need to follow you up on anything, I can easily get in touch with you. And people, most people are like, sure, here you go. So yeah. create the environment where you're capturing people's details and their requirements up front. And we're now at the stage that any inquiry for us that comes through land.com and the affiliated sites, Prime Land Exchange, um, our own website that we're pushing ads out for for properties, however we're getting our properties advertised, any lead that comes through to our system is categorized by the property that they're after, their email and phone, making sure that that's always captured and asking them some basic questions about what types of properties they're looking for. That in our CRM has been really pivotal in then being able to utilize that data. Yeah. So really always think ahead about how do I use that data, not now, but for the future. And data is everything. I, we Everything in our business starts with data. So now we're at that stage a couple of years in, and we started doing this pretty early on. Let's just say we had 10 buyers in our system that were all looking for properties in Polk County, Florida. Um, and they were all looking for, you know, infill lots of anything from 0.15 up to a quarter of an acre. We knew who those 10 people were. The minute a new property comes in, we don't even advertise it. First thing we do, go back to those 10 people. Hey folks, we've got a new property that just came in in, in Polk County, Florida. 
it meets the criteria that we were talking to you about. Is is anyone of interest in this one? Boom. Half yeah. of our properties we now sell before they're even advertised. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So, you know, having things in place like a first buyer's uh, uh, look and, and marketing that so that you're really kind of making them feel special as well. And they are special, especially if they're going to buy from you. You know, we're giving you a first look on this property before we put it out to the public. Yeah. Um, and then once it's out to the public, again, always capturing the information of every lead that comes through and not just seeing it as an inquiry, but seeing it as a person that may buy off you time and time again. Nice. Okay. So somebody getting started now, what do you recommend they do to start advertising a property? What are some steps they can take? Yep. Um, steps I can take to advertise on the disposition side, get your basic due diligence done. Um, and there's, there's some fantastic checklists that are out there that a lot of groups provide. Um, get your basic DD done, get some basic photos done, write some really good copy and just get it advertised. In terms of where to get it advertised, you know, unfortunately, we've seen a bit of a shift in a lot of the, the platforms that, that do advertise properties and it's become a bit of pay to play. Now, we've seen Zillow take a, a shift more towards the, the realtor side of things, not the for sale by owner. Yeah. Um, we've seen land.com now become more about, you know, pay to play. If you're a signature um, partner, yeah. that helps. If you can't afford that yet, go out to all the different land groups and just ask out there and say, hey, is anybody a signature or platinum partner in any of these types of platforms? And if so, have you got some space that I can rent from you? Um, mm. you know, we've actually yeah, advertised yeah. properties from people. We've got a, a signature um, uh, membership and sometimes we, we don't use it all. And so it's like, sure, if you want to rent one of those for us and, and we'll kind of partner with you on that deal, let's do it. So look for opportunities to partner, especially if you're early on in the, the land game and you're a little bit unsure about where to do. Go to someone who's experienced in this and say, I've got properties, you've got buyers, let's talk. <laughs> yeah. So, so doing things like that, using Facebook Marketplace. Uh, unfortunately, I've been kicked off Facebook Marketplace more times than I can remember because I've advertised too many properties. And um, so I don't use that anymore. Um, but that doesn't bother me because we've got other ways and means of, of doing that. Uh, there's other systems and things out there that you can advertise on now. One of them is called Primeland Exchange. Uh, if you want any more info on that, drop me a line and I'll introduce you to the team there. They are wonderful. Um, but again, everything costs money, Joe. So you've really just got to think through what's going to be the most efficient way of me working on the disposition side of this property and who can I link arms with, which is one thing I love about the land community. Everybody is there to help each other. Yeah, I, I really haven't come across too many people in the land space that have a scarcity mindset. Most of us have more of an abundance mindset that there's more than enough deals to go around and there's more than enough opportunities to help each other. Are you selling most of your deals for cash or terms, owner financing? Both. And again, it depends on the deal. No, most I've noticed that the, the lower end properties tend to attract more um, terms and seller financing and the higher end properties, um, most people have the cash for them. You know, if you're going to spend $100,000 and above on a property, um, most of the time you've got the money for that. Yeah. <laughs> but we always advertise for both options. And I think that's the thing. Don't ever think that property is not going to sell for that or it's not going to be you know, attractive to that kind of buyer. You are not your buyer. Your buyer is your buyer. So let the market tell you what it wants to do and then go from there. 
Yeah. I love the idea that you talk about, and I've done this a lot with houses, not as much with land yet, but finding other people in the Facebook groups that are doing deals already in your county, in your area, and just ask them, would you like to partner yeah. with me on this deal, right? I imagine you could even find, if you go to the Lands of America or land.com sites, right, you can find the signature partners in there, contact them, and find the ones that aren't realtors, maybe, and just talk to them about partnering on a deal. What, when you Great do partner idea. with somebody, Alicia, what, what, what's a common commission split that you try to get? Yeah, it really depends upon how much work they're asking of me or vice versa. But, you know, I've got some people I'm partnering with at the moment. We're literally just going 50-50 on the profit because I'm advertising it. My team is taking all the inquiries for that property. Um, they're fielding all of the all the different, you know, things that are coming through. They're managing that in, in the CRM. My team was the one that did all of the ads, the content, all of the information for it. So once we find a buyer for that deal, I then go back to my my partner and say, we've now got a buyer, let's get it under contract and put it in closing and we go 50-50. Because for nice. me, there, there's just as much work on the acquisition side as what there is on the disposition oh, side. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes more so even on the dispo side. <laughs> Very good. Uh, talk about doing deals internationally. There's a lot of people that listen to my podcast from all over the world. Yep. They're like, I want to do land deals in the United States. Where do I even start? How do I create an LLC? How do I create a business checking account? How does that process work? And what do you tell people? Yeah, I tell people that in 2022, there are a multitude of services and offerings out there that enable you to do that all virtually. So there's a couple of different ones that, that I love. Um, and again, I'll give you my details at the end of the call, John. I'd love for people to reach out and I can give them some of the ones I've personally used. Um, but when, you know, five years ago, when we started, we actually had to physically go to the States and register things yeah. and open bank accounts and all of that. You don't have to do that anymore. You can do everything online. And I think if, if one thing that COVID has enabled the world to do is to work more efficiently when it comes to being virtual. Um, but to come back to your question, Find a service that can do that all for you and, and help you with the setup. Find another service that can help you with understanding your market and um, and where to go with that. Find another service that can get you started with your marketing um, so that you can just focus on doing what's going to be the best use of your time for the yep. best value. And for me, that's talking to sellers, talking to buyers and closing deals. Um, everything else outside of that, you can outsource and you can do it reasonably um you know, inexpensively for the return on investment that, that that might make you. So start by finding those people. Start by also going into some of the different groups and uh, and finding out other international investors. You know, reach out to me. I'm always happy to talk to people um, about some of the pitfalls and things that have made them successful. Uh, the learnings that you get from just asking other people will save you so much time and money. <laughs> I'm speaking from experience there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, that, that's where I would start. I think a lot of people think, oh, that's all too hard. I can't do that. It's actually not. And in all honesty, Joe, me doing deals from Australia is really no different to anybody doing a deal in the US that is doing a deal in another state. It's just not different. Wouldn't you say to me, if you live overseas, we we're just talking about partnering and JVing with people. That's one of the best ways to get started. If you're internationally, find somebody that's already in the States, already doing land deals in Arizona, New Mexico, wherever you are. And yep. partner with them on the deals. And then they yeah. can pay you through PayPal or something like that. Now, somebody's always going to ask, well, how do I know they're not going to go around behind my back? How do I know they're not going to ruin the deal and, and, and steal the money from me and all that? 
But there, again, there's technology. I've done lots of deals with partnerships where everything is open book. And yep. um, 100%. you see everything. And there, it, it, many times too, I'll say this. If you, if you find somebody that's already doing a bunch of deals, nine times out of 10, they, they're doing a bunch of deals because they have a great reputation and they care about yeah. integrity, right? And so that's, that's how it works. 100%, Joe. And I think, yeah. you know, there's a lot of trust that needs to go into those relationships. And, and sometimes you, you'll come across people where it's, it's not the right fit. And what I mean by that is, you know, this, this business, it's got to be about what can I give in order to get. If I go into partnerships going, what can I get? What can I get? What can I get? That's going to come across. And, and a lot of people are like, well, whoa, we're, we're partnering here. But if you go into those types of relationships and conversations with what can I give? in order to get, which is how do I help you help me? It's a bit of a Jerry Maguire moment, right? How do I help you help me? And yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think when you've got that mindset and those values in place that this is about a true partnership and it is about helping each other to be better, to be successful, to, to leverage, um, then that's a good thing. Yeah. You know, we got right here, Dimitri says, I have five land deals in escrow from Belgium. Then he says, sorry, six actually. Nice one, Dimitri. That's awesome. Love it. We've, all right. we've got customers all over the world. We've got customers in France, Spain, Italy, Germany, Singapore, Canada, South America. That's awesome. Australia. <laughs> well, your yeah, website, supercharged, is this the right one? Offers? Superchargedoffers.com. Correct. We're actually in the process of doing some rebranding on there, but if people go on there, it, it will talk about full service digital marketing agency that, that drives sales, focusing on real estate investors. Um, and uh, so superchargedoffers.com or check us out on Facebook as well. Um, or I'm more than happy for people to email me direct, Joe, at uh, alicia at superchargedoffers.com. Yep, okay. that's the right site. And Alicia is spelled A-L-I-C-I-A, just for anybody wondering. Nice. Um, or they can give us a call, Joe. You know, my, my team is in, in place to take calls and book sessions with me and learn more about what we do and how we do it. And they can call us on 888-538-5478. Um, more than happy to book time with people and talk about their strategy, their approach, you know, what they're doing and, and how we can help. Especially if they are on the, on the other side of the world. What's, There's lots of things I can do to help people out. What's that in the phone number again? 888-538-5478. Boom. I put it there on the screen. 888-538-5478. Yep. Or just um, email me direct. Oops, More than happy. Superchargedoffers.com. Cool. Right. Um, you, you've mentioned Facebook groups real quick. Do you have some Facebook groups that you run or some that you are I do. Like? Yeah, there's actually one that's called the Land Investing Motivation Mastermind. Oh, yeah. um, I run that with another one of my uh, partners, if you like, Jason Woolbrink. He and I have been running that for more than two years. It's got more than a thousand people in it from all over the world. Um, and on a monthly basis, we're interviewing people like, you know, probate attorneys. We, we just posted one today. It's tax time. So we did a, a really good interview with a, a tax accountant on everything to do with being a land investor. Um, we, we have monthly calls and they're, they're more like a mastermind call where we actually as a group will talk through issues, deals, different things that people are doing and as a group help to come up with that collective you know, group think. And I love that that group. It's been an amazing group. So people can jump in there. There's a couple of questions that they just need to answer to join that group. So that's the Land Investing Motivation Mastermind. I see it right here and I'm putting in my request to join. Perfect. <laughs> I have to answer some questions. Nice. 
Alicia, thanks so much for being on the show. Thanks for getting up early there in Australia. Thanks, Joe. Uh, this is this is normal work time for us. It's uh, you know we, we get up just after five so we can maximize our U.S. time. But um, thanks so much for having me on. It's been wonderful speaking with you today. All right, Alicia Jarrett, superchargedoffers.com. Go check it out. And the Facebook group, I'm in it right now, Land Investing Motivation Mastermind. I'll see you guys in there. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Thanks, Joe. See you, Alicia. Bye-bye. Bye.